how long has this coronavirus been around? If you look at pandemics, most pandemics, especially for a totally novel virus like this, most pandemics, as you start looking, you'll find evidence that it was actually around before we thought. Now, a lot of people, including a lot of scientists, and, or at least docs, early on thought, oh, this has been around for months. I personally don't think so, because again, you see how quickly it spread throughout the, the world. It hasn't taken that many months to spread. So I don't think it's been around since early 2019 or before at all. Now, surely coronavirus has, but coronavirus is a large family. We've had coronavirus for years. Two of the more common versions of seasonal cough and cold are coronaviruses. In fact, more than two. But anyway, we're going to get a little bit deeper into that whole thing in a few minutes. That's going to be the major program for today. So have you ever heard of the term biological or molecular clock? It can look at things that happen on a fairly regular basis within biology. And if you're able to count those things, you're able to start making some estimates regarding how long something's been going on. Well, viruses mutate as they replicate, and these mutations can be used as a molecular clock to track a virus through time and geography. That's what they're starting to do with coronavirus. University College London Genetics Institute researcher Francois Balou and his team pulled viral sequences from a giant global database for coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. Those three words are actually have three different meanings, which we'll cover a little bit later. They looked at the samples taken at different times and places. They indicated that the virus only started infecting people, humans, at the end of 2019, not very long before the virus was identified. According to him, this rules out any scenario that assumes that SARS-CoV-2 may have been circulation in humans long before it was identified and hence have already infected large portions of the population. The team wrote in a report that's published in Genetics and Evolution. Now, that can be bad news. Why? Some doctors had hoped the virus was circulating for many months and quietly infected more people than reported. No, I think that conclusion is pretty reliably wrong. I don't think we've got a lot of people that have been infected for many months and just didn't know it. They hope that some immunity had already been built in some populations. And again, no, I think this is a new introduction. I think I've mentioned coronavirus is a family of viruses. A couple of them have been around forever, for as long as we've been able to delineate families. But this specific coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, has also probably been around for years, but in populations like bat populations, not in the human population. This information supports the conclusion that many of us already had, that this is a new introduction. I came to that conclusion personally because, again, you don't see this kind of spread in something that's been around for months and months, a long time before this. SARS-CoV-2 is said to have originated in bats, but might have infected other animals before jumping to humans. We have a major issue with similar type of virus, similar family in dromedids, camels. We know there's significant viral population in camels, and we also know that Camels are like horses for a large portion of mankind. It's not practical to think that humans will minimize exposure to camels. The first human cases of SARS-CoV-2 were reported in Wuhan, China last December. 
Our results are in line with previous estimates and point to all sequences sharing a common ancestor toward the end of 2019. Supporting this is the period when SARS-CoV-2 jumped into its human hosts, according to the researchers. Nevertheless, the virus's mutations do provide evidence of quick spread. The virus is said to be already infecting people in Europe, the U.S., and elsewhere weeks before the first reported cases in January and February. And we're not going to find patient zero for those countries. However, there's no evidence that the virus is mutating to become even more contagious or more fatal. I would argue with that. And I would say, I don't think these guys were, at the time they wrote this report, I don't think they were aware of the Los Alamos report that was coming out at right about the same time. I think the Los Alamos report that we reported on, was it yesterday? Uh, the days sort of fog into my memory here. Uh, we reported on that. I think it was D-613G or something like that. I do believe that the evidence is pretty strong for that mutation. So I also think that the evidence is not as strong regarding whether it's more virulent. I think it probably isn't, but I think the evidence is also pretty strong that it is more contagious. If you begin to look at that that Los Alamos mutation, D613G, or again, somebody fact check me, the letters and the number, the earlier Europe-based coronavirus mutation was what started in the first few days in the New York area, and it appeared within a few days that it was replaced by the more, by the other, the Los Alamos mutation. It's not going to replace that quickly unless it's significantly more contagious. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.